This is Janelle Wood, and you are listening to the Finding Something Real podcast. Welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast, friend. This is your host, Janelle Wood, and we are into August 2023, and I am so excited to be introducing you today to a new co-host this month. She's somebody very special to me. In fact, she just celebrated a birthday yesterday, so happy birthday, Sina. I am so grateful that you sat down to have these conversations with me, beginning with this conversation with just the two of us together. And to the listener, um, you'll hear more of Sina's story here in a moment. But I just want to apologize for the audio on this. Um, something happened with my mic when we were when we were recording this. So you'll notice that the audio quality is a little different than normal, but you'll get the general idea. And hopefully, um, you'll really enjoy getting to know Sina. Um, She has just been such a delight and a blessing to our family, and I can't wait to share her story with you. Hey there. In season six, I am looking for young women who can have real conversations about spirituality. Finding something real is a place for questions. It's a space for honest dialogue where people from all sides of belief can have a safe and loving space to genuinely talk and explore faith. And it all starts with the conversation, a lot like the episode you're currently listening to. So if you are a young woman between the ages of 18 to 25, you are questioning faith, deconstructing what you've grown up with or wondering about spirituality. And if you have questions about God that you would be willing to talk about on a podcast, if that's you, I would love to schedule a time to meet each other. Go to findingsomethingreal.com and click on Be on the Podcast for more information. And P.S., if this doesn't describe you, but maybe somebody you love, would you do me a huge favor and tell your loved one? Thanks in advance. I would love to hear from you. Well, welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast, friend. This is your host, Janelle Wood. And I am so excited because we are here in season six of the podcast, where every month we have a different young woman with real questions about the Christian faith or about God who comes on the podcast and every month is curated by her questions and her story. Every month is different. We're talking to people who maybe have had experience uh, with Christian faith or people who, who really haven't. And I'm super excited for this month's special co-host. She's become a very special person in my life over the last few months. She is just a joy to have in our life. Um, She's actually my exchange daughter from Denmark. And I am just so thankful to God that she's here, that I was able to talk her into this. Although after a few few weeks, it wasn't too hard to talk her into it. And um, I'm just grateful. I'm super grateful for her. Uh, just, she always has a smile on her face. And I remember when we first spoke with her and her family, that was what her mom told me. And it's true. Um, and so it's just been a tremendous joy having her in our home. So please welcome to the podcast, my co-host this month, Sina. Sina, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Oh, well, I meant everything that I said. And um, before we get going, as um, is normal for me when it comes to pronouncing names, for anyone listening who actually knows how to pronounce your name, 
how how is it actually pronounced? Because I know I don't pronounce it correct. Like my first name? Yes, your first name. Oh, um, Sina. <laughs> okay, say one. <laughs> Sina. Sina. So no. I say it right, but just not not in the right amount of time, right? Sina, but Sina. No. I mean, you're pretty. You're pretty close. Pretty I mean, close. I had expected it to be worse when I came here. Okay. I was afraid of it, to be honest. Because it's spelled S-I-G-N-E, correct? Yeah. Okay. And what names have you been called since being here in the U.S.? Oh, it's like Sign, Signy, <laughs> Signe, Sina, <laughs> all kinds of things. Yeah. Sini, Sine. Yeah. Does anyone pronounce it correct? Candace is pretty close. Candace is close. Okay, Candace. I think it's the French right. accent. Yeah. It, uh, that one helps. Yeah. But, uh, no, not really. Yeah, Candace from France. So you've become pretty good, good friends with a couple of other exchange students whom um, it's no secret we hope to have on here eventually, um, if not already, <laughs> depending on when this episode airs. But um, tell me a little bit about why you wanted to do exchange. What brought you here to the U.S.? Well, um, I've always wanted to travel and it just sounded like a really fun idea. And then when I first like got the idea out and like told like, I want to do this, I was like, I have to do it. And also think there's a little competition in my genes. I think my brother wanted to do it and he didn't do it. And I was like, oh, I have to do it. He didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and also I just, I couldn't get up, give up like the idea you know I'd always told people like I wa really wanted to go and then I just I had to go yeah and live somewhere and else and how did your how did your brother respond when you got to come and he didn't well there's always been a little competition between the two of us to be honest but um <laughs> <laughs> I think he's proud of me, but I'll, I don't know how he felt about it. He didn't actually tell me. I don't think he would ever tell me if he was like a little bit jealous or something, but I think he was a little okay. My sister is a little bit more hardcore than I am, but yeah, I don't think he would ever tell me that. <laughs> and since you've been here in the U.S., you've done quite a bit activity-wise. Tell the listener, whoever's listening, what are some of the things you've been busy with the last, how long have you been here? Anyway, it's gone by really been fast. been here for like five months or halfway wait, through. I yes. I am halfway At this through. point, yeah. this will air after you go back to your home country, Lord willing. Um, it, it will be sometime, you know, almost probably nine months from when we're, we're actually recording this initial episode. Um, but you've already done a lot in the first five months of your exchange year um share yeah. a bit of that yeah well I came here and I started volleyball well when I came to Chilean but before that I had been in the U.S. for a month already <laughs> or something it's it crazy yeah I started volleyball and that was so much fun now I'm doing basketball but also joined wait I joined two clubs right yeah fishing club which <laughs> I have no clue why I joined fishing club. I'm not a fisher, <laughs> but, um, and Chilean project, which is like all kinds of trips. And I just kind of wanted to do it all. And I know that's, that wasn't 
easy, but I'm yeah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> well, you're you're so brave, and you've made a lot of friends. You're super social. You've gone to homecoming. You've done a lot of activities. You've gone to like the other day you went to the wrestling meet uh you know you're not in wrestling you were just there to support the team and support your school and um you just you've just jumped in and I think that's something that Brian and I both admire about you is your willingness to try hard things and even coming to the U.S. you know I mean I remember when we first started hosting exchange students thinking wow that takes a lot of guts to come overseas for a whole year to leave your family, um, your culture and, and everything behind and experience something new. So what were you hoping you would experience on your exchange year? And what are some of the things that you like so far about your time in America? I think I was pretty specific because I have a thing for if I like imagine too much getting disappointed. And I really didn't want to get disappointed. And it just really like work not to like imagine too much and like come in with too many, too many expectations. Mm -hmm. I came in with like pretty much zero except for <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just like getting as much out of what I had, like as possible. That was pretty much what I wanted to do. And I really love to hear people are so nice Americans I talked to so many people like the other day I was in the chairlift skiing and I talked to like seven different people and like, Americans are so nice and I very welcoming too I like that how is the Danish culture different in both good and bad ways would you say from what you've experienced here so far I mean we're definitely more chill about a lot of stuff I mean rules and like yeah, we, we we don't get angry as much, I think, <laughs> Americans do. <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone, but you can be a little sensitive to yeah. a lot of things. I think we take it a little bit more like, oh, who cares? Yeah. Um, but we're also a lot more like cold. People here are very emotional. It's been like really weird for me to like see and like be open about it. A lot of people in school and stuff like they just talk openly about like their private life which I mean which I think is cool but I would never do that unless they were my close friends and that for me has been like really weird like talking and just like sharing to everybody but, yeah tell me about your family back home you mentioned that you have a brother and I know you have two so Tell whoever's listening about your family and what that was like growing up in Denmark. Um, so I have uh, a mom and a dad and a twin brother and an older brother. And we have, you know, we're pretty close. Um, but we also also a very busy family. Like not everybody's home at the same time. And it's always been like everybody's doing their own thing. And my mom especially has always been very... Um, like she always set her mind to that we had to be very independent and doing our own things and not like be upset about like that our family couldn't go or something like that because we had to live our own lives and me and my twin normally twins are really close well we are really close we're really good friends 
but we didn't my mom and dad chose very early that we weren't going in the same class because she wanted us to have our own life and our own friends so we weren't like yeah so so we became independent and I mean I have that I'll say I'm pretty independent now but um yeah yeah um tell me about religion a little bit did you grow up in a religious home um what was your relationship to any type of god or religion prior to coming to the U.S. so I grew up in a Christian family well it sounds so weird to say that but I guess I did but I was baptized as a baby and I was confirmated two years ago or three was it three I guess it's almost three years ago which I chose myself but I didn't choose myself to be a baby and but religion has never really been talked about in my family like I wouldn't say we were a religious family and I've I've never seen it that way. I've always seen it as us being like culture Christians, which is what a lot of people use about the Danish like religion because we aren't really religious. We just do it because it's a part of our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I've learned about religions in school, like all kinds of different things. And Christmas Eve, we would always go to church. but And then I sung in a choir in a church, which I had to sit, sit there and listen for an hour <laughs> to uh <laughs> the priest so I know a little bit about the Christian like beliefs but I've never grown up believing mm-hmm. I guess and I didn't think my family was um religious either until very recently which is also really weird because I mean I don't know why I hadn't noticed I uh, talked to my mom right when I found out I was going to live with you guys and it said that you were religious, you're a Christian and you went to church. And my mom was like, no, no, don't go out there and be too wild. And I was like, no, I won't. I won't. Um, she was like, religious people are more Christian, more like conservative. Don't, don't go and be crazy. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> And um and I was like, yeah, you know, I think I hadn't really met anybody who was very religious, but um I also had a talk with my mom where I, where she was like, Well, I am religious, I do believe in God, which I had like never heard her say and we have never talked about it before. That uh, how could I not? And you know, I see so many people die every day and I hadn't really thought about it like before that she was religious and I I don't know how it miss I missed it because she was also when we got confirmated she was like because in Denmark it's also a lot of the presents you get when you get confirmated <laughs> it's a tradition that you get like money and you know all these stuff and I think she was like if you say yes to getting confirmated and you go up to the altar and you kneel and you say yes you better believe in God and like mean it mm. and and I was like, what do you mean? Like, aren't we just doing it because everybody does it? Mm. I hadn't seen, I didn't know. And that also made me question a little bit more why I haven't, you know, why I don't have a relationship with God if my mom has. I don't know if my dad has. I've never talked to him about it. Mm. And my brothers, I 
I wouldn't think so, but I don't know. Okay. So when did you find out that your mom believed in God? Was that before you left or was that after you were here? Um, she mentioned it like really quick, like in the car, like two weeks before I left for here. And then I talked to her about it here too, like, and over the phone, but it wasn't a big, like, I mean, the second time was a little bit bigger, like, because I had always felt, I don't know, I felt, I mean, sometimes I'll find myself being like, mm, I wonder if there's something up there, you know, mm-hmm. something bigger, but I just didn't know, and I never talked about it, so I I just felt weird, like, being like, oh, she does actually believe I'm not that weird, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you yeah, know, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're tearing up, so you know, how, how come? I don't know. It's just, I've never talked to anybody about it. I mean, I've talked very shortly about it with my mom, but it's never been like a topic that's been mentioned. Like, do you believe in God? I don't know. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been asked it before, before I came here, if it was actually like religious, except for when I got confirmated and I said yes, but I was so nervous and there's so many people in there and you were like barely listening to what the priest said. And then here has been so much, we- so weird because everywhere I go, I see someone who's religious and I like ask people in school, like people I would have never guessed, like, because back home, it's always like, weird people (laughs) you know that's religious you know the very different ones that you see and here's like all everybody is so it was just very weird to see yeah I want to ask you about um, back home real quick a couple follow-up questions and then we'll transition to what you've experienced here um so growing up, even though you you learned about religion, I'm guessing in school, um, you never really talked to your peers about about God or whether they believed in him or anything like that. No, and like I have a I'm very close with my friends. Um, we can talk about everything, but it's never been a topic that has gotten up from anyone. Like nobody talks about it. It's a very close topic, and I think that's again like the Danish culture, like. We can talk about bodies and everything we do and alcohol and like all these like maybe like inappropriate conversation we don't have a problem talking about and especially I don't but topic the topic about religion has always been very very close mm-hmm. like it's just not been something you talk about yeah and then you said that the weird people are the the religious people in uh, Denmark. And that's um, <laughs> no problem with you sharing you. that. I want you to be as honest as possible. So what did you observe from people who were religious when you were growing up? I mean, it's not, I think, I don't think the word weird is the right word for it. I just think it's maybe just different, I think. You know, whenever you did find someone who was religious, it was someone like uh, Jehovah's, uh, what's it called, witness in English? Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember there was one girl, but I mean, she was the only one who like 
showed her religion and she didn't even talk about it like she was very close about it but of course her parents were a lot more strict and you saw her religion in her like she didn't celebrate Christmas or birthdays you know in school which was different but I've never heard her talk about it Mm -hmm. and then I don't really know anybody I found a guy here in camp here in the U.S. who was from Denmark um we were there like 10 days with 400 other exchange students and he told me that he was he did believe in God and he grew up in a Christian school and he chose religion himself um he grew up on an island though (laughs) um (laughs) like it is it is a part of Denmark I will say but it's a little further away and I I was just like whoa yeah you actually believe in God and you're open about it like you're telling people yeah I don't know I've never heard anyone say that to me before not someone young and like I was just I was like mind blown I I told my mom about that I was like what what happened (laughs) (laughs) and she and she went oh it's uh, people that live on islands are usually more religious I was like mom no that's not true (laughs) I don't think that's how it works (laughs) I don't know (laughs) maybe maybe some island (laughs) apparently I don't know I don't, I had to tell her I don't think that's how it works but I don't know she has her what do you think compelled you to choose to be to get confirmation uh to do the confirmation process like was it it sounds like there were some incentives involved could and, and it's okay if that's what it was but was that the reason why you chose to to do that I mean, it's a tradition, like, it's a big party, and everybody does it, you get, like, it's a huge party, like, you get all dressed up in white, and, like, really pretty, and you get picked up from church in these, like, pretty cars, and you have a party, and there's speeches about, you know, but it's never really about God, you know, it's also, like, there's, you know, at every confirmation, you see, like, six or seven speeches about you, and none of them has, I've never heard anyone being about religion which is you know really weird when what you're doing is saying yes to believing in god but i think for a lot of us it's because we also call it like walking into like being an adult Mm -hmm. for us um it's the first time a lot of people get to drink and alcohol and it's it's just a whole thing and you get like a lot of present my present was um well, I got a bracelet from my parents. That meant a lot too. But I got a, I got to travel to Malta by myself for three weeks, which was like nice. a pretty big gift. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. So you came here. You put aside expectations. You found out you were coming to a Christian family. Um, that your mom said, "Be careful. Uh, be careful how you live." <laughs> um. What did you find in coming here as far as faith and Christianity, religion? What have you experienced so far, either with your peers or with living with us? Or I know you've experienced some different youth groups and churches and stuff. So, um, Oh, I've experienced a lot. Uh, what can I say? I mean, I came first when I, first of all, I wasn't really nervous coming here because I felt very comfortable just by like talking to you and I had 
you know, I told you I Googled you and I found your podcast and I found your Instagram and everything just looked so like warm and welcome. I had like this calm voice and your kids look so nice and just looked like all like so comfortable. And I was like, oh, that will be like really nice. But I was also a little afraid because I was like, oh, I'm not religious. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I... I think I came here with like I also met Mormon people which was also like I was really interested I still haven't talked to them about it because they don't talk a lot about their religion so uh, I haven't asked about that but here it was just I came here and it was just all open you know we were praying at you know at the dinner table which I'd never done and like like driving to school and it was just I really like it it's been like very weird but I see like your kids are growing up believing in God I mean there's almost no doubt <laughs> they are um I don't I don't know what to say I mean it's all been like really honest and I've never felt pressured by you guys to like believe in God and or, or feel like judged because I don't I mean sometimes you do but not by living with me, okay? That's been really nice. Yeah. And I get to ask all those questions. I don't ask anybody else because <laughs> <laughs> and say everything that everybody else would be really uncomfortable with. So, <laughs> Well, you mentioned, because uh, one of the questions in the survey you filled out is, have you ever had any you know, negative impact? Has the church negatively impacted you in some way, the Christian church? And you said no, but that you have felt judged at times. So tell me about that. Has that been since you came to the U.S.? And um, yeah, feel free to share f- freely. It, it, even if it has been us, I, I want to know. I want to hear um, what yeah. the experience has been like for you. Friend, if you're enjoying this episode, you may also enjoy exclusive bonus content each month. Finding Something Real is a podcast that has some costs associated with it. We have a website, monthly subscriptions to stay organized. We design things. We like to pay an assistant producer who keeps things going around here, that kind of stuff. We're not in the business of trying to make money, but we are in the business of wanting to keep this show going and be sustainable. So we use Patreon. And if you haven't heard of it, Patreon is the best place for creators to build memberships by providing exclusive access to their work and a deeper connection with their communities. Each month, patrons who support Finding Something Real get a bonus episode where we recap the month's episodes. Often those episodes feature our co-hosts and they will often share what this journey was like. There's other perks over there too, and it's easy to get involved. Just go to findingsomethingreal.com and click support at the top of the page. We'd love to have you over there in our Patreon community. Yeah, I did. I, um, I went to this youth group. And nobody there, like, asked me if I was religious, you know, because everybody just assumed because you're in a church and a youth group and everybody else, you know, believes in God. So I just, you know, went with the flow. Nobody ever asked me and I didn't tell anybody. So really good about going with the flow. That, that is one yeah. of your superpowers. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you'll go wherever, try everything. Yeah. <laughs> I did tell them that I hadn't read the Bible, though. I hadn't read, like, the whole Bible. I had heard stories and I you know some parts of it I have like 
learned about more than others but I hadn't really like went deep into it but yeah um we had this talk about uh abortion um which was a really um passionate talk in the church and I knew that like coming in with my European views I was like don't speak just (laughs) shut up and like be quiet and it was a very like I learned a lot of things listening to that conversation but I also felt very one of the girls was like I don't remember what she said completely but I remember her like reaching out for everybody who like supported abortion and everybody who like wasn't religious and they were like they're stupid and how can they not see it and I just remember feeling very like I'm glad she doesn't know I'm here (laughs) you know well she knew I was there but she had no clue that I was there sitting in the audience being one of those people and I don't I mean it was a little hard listening to but it was also nice to like hear what they had to say but Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah. part of it was a little like, you know, because they were telling everybody that they were the one being judged, which I have experienced. I have experienced people who judge people who are religious, like non-religious people judging people who are religious. But at that point, I was like, because she had just mentioned that, that they were judging them for their views right before she judged everybody else. So I was... It felt awkward being in that room, being judged by someone who just said that they were always being judged. So. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go back to that youth group after that? Yeah, I did. And yeah. she's a nice she's a nice girl, but she was very passionate about that topic. So Yeah. I mean, I haven't told her about it and she doesn't know and I still like her. Yeah. I think. I mean Yeah. You and I had a little bit of a discussion about abortion at one point too, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. And I think you you finally were like, I think it's better we just don't talk about this right now, you know? <laughs> I did say that, but we did talk about it. We did. Uh, we did. We did. Um, and we're not going to talk about it right this moment, but if that's one of the things you want to have somebody on here who might be a little more level-headed um than either that girl or your host mom um talking about that um we definitely can because I I know that that was a hurtful experience for you um having a different belief and even watching you right now as you're tearing up about that experience um I think sometimes this is just an aside as a Christian you know we can get so passionate about certain things and then we forget um, that there's people listening who might have different views or who might feel alienated by um, the way we shut them out with our words and our, our approach, you know, yeah, uh, more with our approach than maybe our beliefs, right? Because I think you and I, we love each other and we know we have different beliefs and that's okay. It's okay. Um, and yeah, so I'm Hope sorry you're... you experienced that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it was very, like, also appreciate a lot more living here, you know, because I hadn't thought about living in a religious family would be a problem before that. Mm. I mean, I had, I did, my mom, again, did tell me, like, (laughs) 
be careful with what you say, you know? I was like, yeah, I will, but it's just nice knowing that you can talk about it without being judged here, which is really nice. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I tell the kids all the time and I, <laughs> I, I mean, it's true for all of us. I really believe we're all sinners who need, uh, who need God. <laughs> None of us are perfect here. So no. uh, the one to judge us is God. Uh, yeah. Um, so you had that experience. You've gone to church with us quite a few times. Um, you've yeah. said yes over and over to different things. Um, anything else that you've, uh, you've encountered in your, for lack of better terms, religious exploration part of your exchange year that you probably weren't expecting to have um, that you want to share before I ask you uh, a few more detailed questions here? Um, Not really. I think, I don't know. I think maybe like sex. I don't know. Is that weird? No. Because I have been really like, I thought like when I, I came here and you, you know, it's like, it's not normal. I thought, I don't know what I thought when I came here, but I went to school and I was like, whoa. And people, I was like, you know, sleeping around, like, cause you guys had told me that, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, you know, you don't sleep like before marriage because that's what it says in the Bible. You don't sleep with anybody else, but that, sorry but that was not what was going on in the school and you know I'm I'm not one to judge I know I'm from Denmark I'm from Europe it's a very normal thing where I'm from so it's not that I care it's not that it was just really interesting to me because I was like hmm so they're not religious but I asked them because in America you can ask everything and nobody feels like Mm-hmm. you're stepping over the line or anything so I asked them and they were all like oh I believe in God I'm religious you know and that was just like it's it's confusing me a little bit yeah. everything around that yeah let's have someone on to talk about sex and sexual stuff I feel like that would be a good conversation plus you know I mean I, yeah I won't get into that I think we'll have somebody on to chat about that yeah and talk about it but I I don't know maybe I don't know it was just like it was a very confusing thing for me because like where do I see the line in between like okay this is maybe not the person to talk about that with because I yeah it's just right yeah it was a confusing topic for us yeah who has the authority to talk about that in my life yeah um and I know too before we move on to your questions my mother gave you a book recently and that was for Christmas. And the other day you were sharing with me a little bit and it was a very surprising conversation, Sina. So would you share a little bit about that as we did? Which one was it? What did I say? We were in the car and we were talking about possibly doing a Bible study together. And you were like, well, so-and-so and so-and-so, they're not really, you know, they're not really big into the Bible, but they probably won't tell you. And I was like, I don't care if they're big into the Bible or not. They're still welcome. And I don't care. <laughs> I mean, we'll just do a real basic thing. And oh, if, yeah. if Jesus is who he says he is, we want to know, right? I mean, I was definitely wearing my host mom uh, hat and you, it was so funny. I said something to you. I was like, I know you're not into all this God stuff, but I really want you to be there or, you know, be involved. And 
you, you were so sweet. You were like, well, I think there's something changing in me or I don't know what's going on. And then you were telling me about this book. So tell the listener what's really happening with you. It's funny. I have the book right there. What's it called? It's, it's, it's called He Chose the Nails by Max. I don't know how to say his name. Lucado. Max Lucado. Lucado, yeah. By Max Lucado. Yeah, it's just about, um, well, it says here what God did to Right. And it's just a lot of stories. With, um, it starts with a Bible verse. And that's the topic. And like the headline is always like some big like point. And I think, wait, okay, the first one I read was You Did This For Me, was the first chapter. And it's just, it's really strong. And he's really good at coming out with like in a, in a very good way because he makes it so human. And he shows all the errors, but also where the love is, mm-hmm. which I like. Like, there's so many things that, like, it's not perfect, but there's so much love in it. And I think, I don't know, it's just been a little moving, I think. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Very, very good writer. Yeah. So why did you decide to come on the podcast? I guess because I wanted to talk about it, too. I mean, I also felt like, well, it could be fun to do a podcast again and like trying something new, but I like talking about stuff and sometimes the hard conversations are the best ones, but I think I also just wanted to clear up what I thought because I've never talked to anyone about it before I came here. Like, God is such a controversial topic and there's so many ways to see him. I think that's also what scares me is that the Bible can be like interpreted like so many different ways mm. and see it in so many different ways. And then, you know, it's been done like history wise. So many people have seen it. And like, even though you read it one way, you understand it another. And I think that's also a little bit scary, like mm-hmm. for me, but yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you um, you have these questions that you've listed here. So we'll just kind of explore each one. Although you've kind of given me a couple extra right now because I mean, we're talking about the Bible uh, yeah. and we're also talking about sexuality and abortion. And I would guess. Okay, maybe we, let's not take the abortion topic because <laughs> I don't want to sit here and like listen to some like really good guy and I'm like, um, oh no I no really no! Be good. <laughs> we'll have someone that does both. How about that? We'll have someone who kind of loops some in together because I think the abortion topic goes right back to the sexuality topic. But we'll we'll yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, it does. Kind of, it does. Um, okay, so first question you actually listed. Um, you said, how do you devote your life to a religion when there are so many other religions out there that are so alike? Tell me about that question. I think it's because when we learn about religion in school, it's always been like, you see, you learn, you have three weeks about this religion, three weeks about this, and you see everything like go mixed together in those years where all religions like kind of like got together. And I see, I see a lot of Muslims in my country because 
there's been so many immigrants because of the wars and I just yeah especially like Islam has been big in school because so many people have been coming to the country and I don't know I just see so many religions how do you know which one to believe in you know which one's true like who can tell me which one's the right one and which god is the right god because I don't know who to believe in you know what if I believe in one but it turns out the other one was the true one or I believe in that thing and it was really that one mm-hmm. and even my country you know has had like what, like three or four different religions over like the past 2000 years and I just don't know Christianity didn't come until like to 2000 but what about all the people who like lived before that mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and if you're going to stake your life on something, you want to know that it's true. You don't want to choose a counterfeit version, right? No, I don't want to choose the wrong one Yeah. either. Yeah. And because they mix together. There's, you know, a few of the religions mix together and have the same people and some of the same stuff, but they're written so differently. Like the Quran has some of the same things in it as the Bible has, but they're two different very different religions like i don't know yeah or mormonism i don't know if the proof of the mormon yeah exactly i don't know which one's supposed to be the true one who which book that came out of it was Mm -hmm. more true than the other one yeah well, let's talk about that. Let's have somebody on here to to share about that. Um, yeah. It's something we've talked about before on the podcast, and I know some amazing people who can address that topic. Um, and they'll ask you some questions. So I, I hope you're around for that conversation because um, it, it'll I be so. Cool. I hope basketball won't come in yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till after basketball. Basketball will be over in a few weeks, right? I oh, I don't know. Yeah. I like basketball. It's just a lot of running. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, you you've improved tremendously. It's really fun to watch you play. Um <laughs> okay, well that's a great question and we could go deep into that question even right now, but we're not going to um because we'll have somebody on here to chat with you. And then another question you asked was how are we sure there really is a good when we see no evidence of it, tell me about that. Oh, did I say good? Are you talking about God? I don't know what I was talking about. I wrote that one very late last night after I watched the documentary. Sorry. <laughs> um, so are you asking, Are you? how are we really sure there's a God when we see no evidence of him? Or are we really sure there's good when we see no evidence of good? Which one did you mean? I think God. I okay. That's like, how do I... You know, you can't see him. You can't touch him. Yeah, I don't know. What was I thinking of? I think I was just thinking, like, I can't make sure, you know? Because even though you pray and I see, you can't make sure it's going to work. And how do I know that he's talking to me? It's not just, like, what, some coincidence? Yeah. I think I've always believed in, like, coincidences because I think it's up to us to make our own lives and make our decisions and you know every minute something can happen and you can like 
you can die like next minute and I wouldn't be prepared for it like I just think and also think there's just so many contradictions all the time that I don't I don't know what to believe like did God plan everything or did he let us choose because that's also like I read this chapter in the book that said he let you choose Mm -hmm. but he also has a plan for us which I just it all mixes up so much that I don't really like can't figure out if it's I don't know Mm -hmm. can we really do both at the same time Mm -hmm. yeah I think because I won't I, I won't know and that's because I've never believed in God and like I've lived without God for so long my I always have a motto saying that like I want to do as many stuff like all the time like always living life to the fullest because I never know when I'm gonna die and you've heard me I believe that I'm gonna have a short life because my palms <laughs> are so <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't actually believe in that though it's just a precaution what if I do die early then I want to know that I lived life to the fullest right as much as I could yeah yeah I I think that it's a great um a lot of great content to talk about and because if there is a God, in fact, you, you shared this with me the other day when we were talking about you reading the book, because I said, if Jesus is real, you'd want to know or something like this. And you were like, yeah, but if he is real and you're not following him, that's the problem. I was like, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I don't want to live in some lie that, and like, because there is, kind of rules in the bible i mean i wouldn't you told me that you shouldn't see them as rules but there's some like guidelines to follow and what if that is i don't want that to be a lie you know everything i'm living if i could have done something different yeah um not that it would be bad but again i really want to live my life to the fullest because you you never know and but yeah, but at the same time, what if there is a God up there, and yeah. and then it's gonna be too late? You know? Well, you know, you know what Jesus said in the Bible. In fact, I think this might be in John. Uh, so if we do that Bible study, you'll hear it. Um, but he said, "I have come to give life and life to the full." And um, if that's true and to live life to the fullest is to know him. In fact, you heard the kids memorizing all those Bible verses. One of the Bible uh-huh. verses that they memorized, right, was, um, and now this is eternal life, that they may know you and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And it's just, if if there is a God, then the the fullness of life comes in knowing him. Um, but yeah. like you're saying, you don't, you don't want to, that's, that looks a little different than what the world says is going to give you fullness of life, you know, like everything to the moment. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I don't want anything holding me back, but I don't know if God necessarily would hold me back, but I would definitely, I mean, I already starting to like sometimes think about it more when I do something like it's just the right thing to do, you know? being you know I see myself being selfish so much I think sometimes I feel guilty now I don't know you know I don't know I just 
I do. I mean, like, you're so, I'm so selfish, you know, sometimes, like, whoa, I really was selfish there, you know, I shouldn't have been. <laughs> it's just all the time. Now it's like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. Yeah. And that's where it is. Yeah. That's, I think, that's but also it. know that if I was close to believing in it, I wouldn't have had this conversation, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just being here in the U.S. has given me a lot of... I've really opened up to God a lot more, I think, because I see so many people believing in him. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just like so heavy. I think maybe also because it's like, just like being in church, like Chris and Kristen's church one day was like so powerful. Like the, everything was just like, I was like, whoa. When I came out of the church, I was like, because church sometimes can be a bit boring. Yeah. What do you think is the, have you seen any difference that God makes, like the belief in God or the, the living, you know, in, in relationship with him? Has it made any difference that you've seen? Not just that people believe in him, but is there something that people have that believe in him that is compelling to you? I just feel like, a lot of people, I mean, I've always felt myself as being, I've always thought I had a lot of joy in life, but I think, I mean, I wouldn't say other people in school that I believe in God are like that, because as I told some of them, I would have never believed was like <laughs> Christians. <laughs> but I mean, I do see a lot of people having just a lot more joy and patience, mm-hmm. like they don't they just aren't as selfish they help people around them a lot more I've never seen people donate as much as I have here in the U.S. Hmm. I mean I think also that's because of our tax system that like (laughs) you already donated half of your money to like the whole country they (laughs) donate all those money away so like why do we need to donate that much extra but I just people do so many great stuff for others here and I think that's big part because of religion i don't know you 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 love people i mean you love everybody <laughs> and you're you're religious and you help so many people or you, you aren't as selfish as a lot of other people i mean we're all selfish sometimes Pretty but you've seen me with my husband you know how selfish I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we're all selfish sometimes but you're a lot less selfish than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to the final question here before you say a bunch of nice things that I'll have to record mm-hmm. and keep forever. Um, <laughs> you said, what if you are scared of believing in God because you have lived your life happy and fine without him and then realize that the Bible says that many of the things that you have done in your life are wrong? Yeah. Um, I think I've always already been like into this. I think, I think I was. I might be also scared of believing in God because I'm scared of believing in the Bible. You know, because mm-hmm. I think it's the Bible holding me back more than it's God. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many things that, like, now that I'm actually reading it, where I'm like, "Well, I've done that wrong. I've done. I did that wrong. I did that wrong." <laughs> 
you know and like I've been always been like oh I'm not that bad of a person everybody's always telling me I'm nice and stuff like that but now I'm like you are nice I've been doing so <laughs> but I don't know it's just been like like mind-blowing like I've always felt like I had a really good life like why do I need God to like make it better because I feel like that I I do know that if I give in fully, I would have to change some things, but I feel like I've had a good life. Like, it hasn't been bad. Again, the girl, the same girl in the youth group also said, um, she said, you can't truly be happy if you don't, like, have God. Like, how are you going to be happy, like, fully? And I've never thought I was missing anything. Mm -hmm. How about now? Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm missing anything. I think there's just always like this doubt, like, am I should I believe or should I not? You know? Yeah. It's it's a yeah. Yeah. There's this other question on here that we've talked about on the podcast before. Uh in John fourteen six, part of the Bible, uh, Jesus is quoted as saying that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He also said, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And our question there is if what Jesus said was true and he is who he said he is, would you want to know? And you said, yes. Why would you want to know, Sina, if it was going to mess up your life? Because it would definitely make life so much easier. Like, I wouldn't be, I think, again, my motto I've lived by for a long time, like always do as much as you can and live life to the fullest is because maybe I'm scared of dying, but I because I've never believed that I would go anywhere else after life. I don't know, there's so many things. There's reincarnation and there's karma and all these things you could believe in, but I was like, how am I supposed to choose one? Because if I believed in one, I could just as well believe in the other one. Mm -hmm. And then if I, if God is real and I do go to heaven, then I won't actually die, die. Mm -hmm. Life won't be over, yeah. you know? So it would make life a lot easier. I think if you were sure about it, you were like, well, I can just, you know, chill a little bit more. Don't have to worry so much and be scared. Yeah. So if those Christians yeah. have something that you don't have, that might be what they have, huh? I don't know. Yeah. Because if it isn't true, then I made sure I got everything out of life. <laughs> you didn't have to give up any of I that fun stuff. <laughs> no, I didn't. And I wasn't going around believing that I would go somewhere and I didn't, it was just over. So I wouldn't miss out on anything. No. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Um, well, I'm, so there's both. Th there's both. I'm super excited because I think we're going to have a really good time talking to some people about these questions. Um, yeah. And I, I think that based on the people that have been on this podcast prior, I, I mean, I've already written down some names as you're talking of people that I want to reach out to and be like, Hey, would you come on and talk to this girl that I love? Because um, she's interested in this topic. Um, 
for you, Sina, what do you hope to get out of this journey? I don't know. I think that's hard. Because I would lean, I would, I mean, I feel like I've already told, like, I'm, I'm kind of open about, you know, I'm not totally closed about believing God. I think when I came here, I was very close about it. I was like, no, I don't, you know, I don't believe. But the more I talk about it and the more time I spend, the more, more, more doubt there is. But I don't know. Again, maybe I'm just scared. I don't know. I don't know if I want to believe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's on it's it. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I ask a final question every time I do this podcast. At least I try to. Um, the final question is uh, the Finding Something Real podcast is about a journey towards something real. Yeah. Restoration, mm -hmm. eternity, authenticity, and love. All things that as a Christian, I truly believe in their truest form are found in relationship with Jesus Christ. Restoration, meaning that we are screwed up, but God restores us and he can take our brokenness and make it beautiful. Eternity, meaning that uh, he promises eternal life with him for those who choose the free gift that he offers. Authenticity, meaning that he knows us better than we know ourselves, that we may feel like, what is my identity? I don't know, and constantly be searching for it, but he holds the keys to that. And love, meaning that it doesn't matter uh, how well we perform in life. His love and his grace are unconditional based on who he is, not dependent upon our highs and our lows. If I and other believers are right, and Jesus Christ really does offer those things, restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. Which one would stand out to you the most in your life as something you would want to receive from Jesus and why? Just love, I think. I think that it's a lot of things in one. Mm -hmm. Isn't that also what the book is about? There's only fear and there's love. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if I choose love, I get everything. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're reading um, this great book by Ted Decker right now as a family. It's uh, among, like, what is it called? Among the Dragons or something? It's really good. We'll I, I don't know. Yeah. It's about dragons. Yeah. Dra dragons Among Us, I think is what it's called, the series. And it's a really, it's a really sweet book. We're enjoying it. It is. Yeah. I had, I had no clue I would like a kid's book so much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like, Oh, I'm reading a kid's book. I'm actually enjoying it. Yes. But the theme, oh. the theme of the book is uh, choosing love over fear um, and that the two are completely in conflict with one another um, and that to choose love is to choose life, basically, and to choose fear is to choose to be uh, a slave uh, to the dragons, which represent the fear, right? So... It's a really interesting book. By the time this airs, we'll have finished it, I'm sure. But yeah, love is a tremendous thing. In fact, the same Bible and same book that uh, I was just talking about, John, John 3.16, probably one of the most famous Bible verses 
uh, that people quote all the time, but I'll share it here. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life with him. And that is the promise of the gospel, uh, that love. So you chose wisely, although there is no wrong answer to that question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So. Uh, well, Sina, uh, is there anything else, anything else you want from this experience or anything you want someone to know as I'm reaching out to them, asking them to come on the podcast? Um, this no. is your last chance oh. to share whatever you want about anything before we say goodbye. I can't think about it right now. I don't know what I would want to say. Okay. You know? Yes. I'm not that creative. Oh, well. that's good. I have you there. You're good. <laughs> You're a good host. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Well, I can't wait until the next episode. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Finding Something Real podcast, friend. This season, we are inviting young women to join me as they share their personal stories and ask honest questions or share objections to the Christian faith. We hope to feature a different story each month and then invite Christian guests on to share from their own journeys and experiences and maybe answer some of those questions in follow-up episodes. Friend, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is still in the restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love business. I know not everyone has experienced that, but if you're curious at all, at whether there's something real to be found in Jesus. I invite you to come back next week as we continue on a journey towards finding something real in relationship with Him. Until next time.